superchargers, headlights, and more. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. With over 122 million parts and eBay guaranteed fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Plus, with prices that don't break the bank, you can stay on your A-game. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Welcome in, everybody, to Fantasy Pros. It's me, Joey P. Joe P. Zapia. This is the Fantasy Football Podcast, and we've got a great one for you today because week one is in the books, week two is upon us, and it's time to kick the tires on some trades. That's right. It's about buying and selling some players to make our rosters better. That's what we're trying to do here, and it's never too early. I know some leagues are really tight. People don't want to make trades, but there's some opportunities that you might not even be thinking about, and we're going to help you find those opportunities to make your teams better and to help me do it. Of course, we got Brian Drake back with us again, one of our favorite people here on the program. He's over from Fantasy Points. Check out all his amazing work there. And of course, Andrew Erickson is back for more. Before we get into the guys to trade away into trade four, we got to start with Monday Night Football. Uh, the phrase in a New York minute comes to mind because that's how quickly the Jets season might have gone up in smoke. It was a tough thing to watch if you are a Jet fan, I'm sure, or if you had Aaron Rodgers in fantasy leagues or maybe Garrett Wilson too. But uh, it seems as though uh, we are looking at potentially an Aaron Rodgers season-ending injury, which obviously is nothing that anyone could have possibly anticipated this early in the season. But alas, that's where we're at. Brian Drake, I'm going to hit you with this tough question here right away. In the wake of this news we're waiting on, potentially, which could be season-ending news here, we don't have it yet. Again, this is the speculation that's going on where it could be the Achilles, it could be the calf. We're waiting to find out exactly what it is and the extent of what it is. But it doesn't look good regardless. What does that mean now for the offense of the New York Jets? What does it mean for Garrett Wilson, for Brees Hall? Happy Tuesday. Happy week two. Here we go. Well, it is happy for a couple of Patriots fans whose division just got a little easier. Uh, But in terms of the New York Jets, it's over, folks. I'm sorry you bought that beautiful new number eight New York Jets jersey. You can just put it back on the hanger, back in the closet because, you know, his career is done. But let's spin it forward to fantasy for this year. You invested a high pick in Garrett Wilson, maybe first round, early second round. Sorry to tell you, folks, he's dead. You need to get rid of Garrett Wilson. (laughs) Sell him today. Mm -hmm. In the nine games a year ago that Zach Wilson was the starting quarterback, 34 receptions, 447 yards, zero touchdowns, 8.7 fantasy points per game. Let me uh, fill you in a little secret. That ain't good. So I would try to move on from Garrett Wilson. Tell the people who watched that game last night, he's quarterback proof. Look at he caught a touchdown in the end zone. he's, He's unbelievable. Get your salesman hat on and start selling Garrett Wilson in terms of Brees Hall. Hey, the kid's got to get you know healthier as the season goes along. Mm-hmm. You can't scoff at 10 for 127, though. I mean, no. he looked shot out of a cannon. So I'm excited for Brees Hall and that Jets running game. That's what they're going to have to lean on, Joe. Yes, running the football, playing defense. We will rally around Zach Wilson and we will play good football, question mark. Erickson, I'm going to put this question to you. Is Zach Wilson going to be the guy under center here for the Jets? Are they going to try to make a move? I don't look. The the Tom Brady notion is ridiculous because he's got ownership in the Raiders. He's never coming to play for the Jets. He's never giving up the ownership to do that. That's insane. It's stupid. Don't even talk about that, anybody. Uh, Matt Ryan is out there. Jameis Winston's out there. Those are some of the names you're talking about. Carson Wentz. I don't know if they're upgrades necessarily uh, over Zach Wilson or not at this stage. That is the question to ask ourselves. But in your opinion here, Erickson, do you think the Jets just roll with the run game? in the defense and Zach Wilson and hope that the 
I don't know, six weeks they spent together was enough to make Zach Wilson a better quarterback in the NFL? Because if you're watching last night, I didn't see it. Yeah, no, I don't think that he's really improved much. It was basically more of the same, except Garrett Wilson did catch a touchdown from Zach Wilson, which he didn't he did. do last year. So True. <laughs> again, you put your selling hat on. If you're going to sell Garrett Wilson, make sure to sell <laughs> that point across very clearly that he scored a touchdown from Zach Wilson. But yeah, I don't think that they're going to roll with Zach Wilson the rest of the season. Maybe they roll with him a couple of weeks, convince themselves, hey, we play good defense. We won. We beat the Buffalo Bills. Like we can still win. We can still salvage the year. We can sneak into the playoffs. Then anything can happen at that point. Well, it's probably not going to work out that way. You know, they, they invested so much in Rodgers. They had this guy on the pedestal. He was basically like their messiah. Like he was going to save them and bring them to the promised land. And I just don't think that's going to happen now with Zach Wilson. So I think that looking at some of the free agents available, I think that they will probably bring somebody in. I think that Carson Wentz would make a lot of sense. I mean, it's too bad they missed out on Bailey Zappi when he was available on free agent. Now it's too bad they missed out. They could take the guy that one. everyone said that was going to take Mac Jones's job, but who knows? Maybe they do make a trade, uh, but at this point, yeah, I don't think it's going to be Zach Wilson for the long term. I'd be calling up the commanders about Jacoby Brissett. Let's go. Let's see if Jacoby Brissett's available. I, I I, mean, he was good enough last year with the Cleveland Browns. He kept them relevant for a few weeks. He's a good locker room guy. That's the guy, if I'm the Jets, that I'm going to go after. And <laughs> It's not Aaron Rodgers, but that ship has sailed now, potentially. Again, I keep saying potentially. We don't have definitive news yet, but we do have some definitive names to talk about here on this trade podcast where we're going to try to go through and we are streaming live here on X or the artist formerly known as Twitter, depending on how you want to call it these days. Uh, but that's something you could always check us out here. We're doing a lot of our shows here live right here on X. Make sure you follow us at Fantasy Pros on the social media sites everywhere. Uh, let's start with the most traded guy at the running back position. And that man is Jonathan Taylor, if you can believe it. Brian Drake, uh, Jonathan Taylor, still uh, three weeks away in theory from playing for the Indianapolis Colts. I say in theory because we're still unclear about exactly how healthy he is, uh, what his frame of mind is, what the Colts' frame of mind is. So a lot going on here. So do you want to buy, sell, or hold Jonathan Taylor? I think it depends on where you drafted Jonathan Taylor. If you spent an early second-round pick on him, I think you're trying to hold on to him at this point. And, and the only way you can sell him is if you get someone who can fill that void in terms of a second round value. If you took him like I did in the eighth, ninth round of some drafts, you've got the luxury of holding on to him because you're not depending on him at all right now. But it, there's rumors out there. Hey, Jonathan Taylor could get traded. Now there's an opening in Baltimore that could mm -hmm. be very attractive. So I think if you're looking to sell Jonathan Taylor, there's a market for him. People are losing running backs left and right already in fantasy football. So it's not the craziest thing to say, hey, listen, we already got through a week. You guys know how fantasy operates. For week four, we'll be here and gone in no time. We'll be like, oh, my gosh, Jonathan Taylor's back, ready right. to go. Fantasy moves at a lightning pace. So, yes, you're going to be without him for three more weeks. I'm not afraid to eat him on my bench if I have to because he's got massive top five upside if and when he returns to whatever team he's going to play for in 2023. Obviously getting off to a bad start for your team if you've got injuries too, depending on that roster and what it looks like, like Brian's saying, this is going to be a, a tough call. Erickson, let's put it to you. Would you rather have Jonathan Taylor or would you have Kenneth Walker the third? Who would you prefer? What side of that trade? I'm going to take uh, Ken Walker the third. I think that I like that he's available for the next couple of weeks so I can use him as a starting running back. He had good usage in week one, 63% of the snaps. Charbonnet didn't really play that much. Walker had 16 touches. 
He also had five targets, which I really like was encouraging. We didn't really see him use as a receiver that much as a rookie. So to see him come out of the gates and already see targets get receptions, I felt feel good about that and his role in the offense. He's an explosive running back and he was pretty efficient running the ball. So I think I'm going to lean on the guy who is available to me with Ken Walker, second year running back. All right. To you, Drake, would you rather have Walker or Taylor? This might sound crazy, but I'd rather have Jonathan Taylor just because Again, where I got him, if I got him in the middle rounds, everyone was afraid to touch him. Now he's sitting on my bench. Maybe it's my RB3, RB4. He's got that major upside. That is massive trade bait. Even three weeks from now when he comes back, let's say six weeks from now, he's still sitting on your bench and now he's playing. Incredible trade asset because of that upside. We know what he can do. We know he can be RB1 overall. I've never really been a Ken Walker guy. I'm nervous that they have all those passing options, spending a first round pick on JSN, spending a second round pick on Zach Charbonnet. To me, none of those things equal, you know, the arrow pointing up to Ken Walker. Good first week, though. Uh, you know, the offense mm-hmm. eh, didn't really look that great, but I'd rather have Jonathan Taylor if uh, everything was equal. How about Alvin Kamara? Uh, because Alvin Kamara is going to be back a week sooner. Uh, Alvin Kamara did not come off of ankle surgery the way Jonathan Taylor is coming off ankle surgery, which I feel like all of us kind of sweep under the rug a little bit. I mean, maybe we should talk more about that. I think that's a big deal. But would you rather have Kamara and get somebody just a week sooner or you're still holding out then for the upside of JT? I'm I'm holding on to Jonathan Taylor over Alvin Kamara. We haven't seen Alvin Kamara be a really high-end producer for fantasy since Sean Payton left. And Sean Payton, by the way, is in Denver now, not New Orleans. So uh, if he's not going to come back and command the carries as he used to, if he's not going to be maybe the number one target in the passing game as he used to be, really, what's his upside? So he's Mm -hmm. kind of this situational third down back on a you know, mediocre offense. I mean, eh, I'd rather have the upside of Jonathan Taylor who could still potentially rush for 12 touchdowns this year. Erickson, Kamara or Taylor? It's going to be uh, Taylor for me. I think that he has more upside even in the Colts offense if he stays put, whereas Kamara was coming off a bad year. Kamara wasn't that good last year. He saw his receptions, his target totals got nuked. They weren't using him that much in the passing game in this new offense. So with all these playmakers in New Orleans, Olave, Shahid, Michael Thomas, Joan Johnson, like how many targets is Kamara actually going to get? And so I'm, I'm skeptical that he's going to really return RB1 upside that I think a lot of people are expecting. Oh, it's Alvin Kamara. It's the name, the name cachet when I don't really think that's what he's actually going to produce. I'm going to respectfully disagree. I think he comes in. He's the number two target guy in this offense and what it could be uh, along with Derek Carr now. So we'll see. It's going to take a couple of weeks to see if I'm right or wrong, but we'll find out uh, before we get to the next name on our list. And then the guys have also brought some buy low, sell high candidates at the running back position too. Just a reminder, make sure if you haven't already that you have downloaded my playbook and you've synced all of your leagues because you can use tools like the trade finder, the trade analyzer. You can see where your weaknesses, your strengths are using Trade Central. And then you can go ahead and use the Trade Finder to actually find deals with other teams right there for you where it's going to suggest, hey, this is a good deal that could help you make your roster better. So talk about like taking a lot of the grunt work out of fantasy. Like this is what we're talking about. Use the tools, use my playbook, use all of the incredible trade tools we have to improve your roster. And I have a question for you. Andrew Erickson, do you think Alexander Madison would improve your roster? You want to buy low on this guy? You want to sell on this guy? Or do you want to hold and wait? Because obviously this week on Thursday Night Football against the Eagles is probably not the best assignment. So you do wait one more week and maybe buy low on Madison? 
if I were to want to buy low on Madison, I would wait another week, but I don't want any part of him. So I'm just a to- I'm just trying to sell now. 11 carries for 34 yards in his debut. He scored a receiving touchdown, which kind of saved his fantasy day. 73% snap share, outtouched Ty Chandler 14 to 4. So yeah, like most of his uh, metrics in terms of usage were pretty good, but at the same time, like it's just an underwhelming performance from a guy that we still haven't seen really be the guy for the Vikings. So I was skeptical that he was really going to take on this massive role and be super productive. This Vikings offensive line is already dealing with ish- injury issues. So I, I don't want any part of Alexander Madison. I didn't want to draft him. And seeing what he did in week one just kind of confirms like, yep, I still don't want this guy. And if you can ship him off before Thursday to someone that's hurting at running back, whether they had Dobbins, whether they had Akers, hey, take Madison. He's a starting running back. Maybe that's the best way to approach it. Well, Drake Erickson makes a great point, which is maybe he's not going to be a thrilling guy, but he is the guy there. So after this week, is he an intriguing buy low? Because he is one of the most traded guys right after Jonathan Taylor at the running back position on sleeper. Well, there's a reason he's the most traded because it's pretty split down the middle. Half the people think I want to get out from underneath this guy and half the people see it as this is a great opportunity to get a starting running back for uh, a discounted price. But Erickson hit the nail on the head. This offensive line stinks. The defense is even worse. So this is going to be a team who's going to be trailing in a lot of games. They're not going to have second half leads to grind uh, Alexander Madison and and get a bunch of touches. They're going to be throwing the ball all over the place. Okay, he caught a couple balls and, and he caught a touchdown. Is that really his game? I'm not exactly sure if, you know, like we mentioned, Elvin Kamara, Madison is not going to be confused with uh, Elvin Kamara anytime soon. So if you need a third running back, if you're loaded at receiver, maybe you need a a slightly better two because you went zero RB. Okay, I can see it taking on Alexander Madison, uh, you know, and, and getting rid of maybe an excess wide receiver that you're not really in love with. But other than that, I'm not like banking my season. Like, oh my God, I have to get my hands on Alexander Madison to get me to the playoffs because that's not going to happen. All right, let's see. 10 point weeks, that's about what you're going to get. Let's see what side of this trade you want to be on. Alexander Madison or Isaiah Pacheco, who would you rather have? I'd rather have Mad. I don't trust anybody in that Kansas City offense. Pacheco's never going to catch a pass. (laughs) I trust Travis Kelsey. Uh, All right, how about you, Erickson? Pacheco or Madison? I'm taking Pacheco. What are you talking about catching pass? He caught a bunch of passes on Thursday night, Drake. Uh, He caught a... Okay, and then when Kelsey yeah. comes back, that I'm not. Uh, you he can have more passes than Sky Moore. He caught more passes to. than Darius Tony. He was. I th- caught more he, passes than Darius Tony on Thursday. At least he night. stepped That's up. So I, I'll take Pacheco. All right. What about Rashad White, Erickson? Who would you rather have, Rashad White or Madison? Because they were being drafted right next to each other. Oh, uh, Rashad White for me. I mean, Rashad White wasn't a. You know, he didn't crush in Week One, but his usage was a little bit better than Madison. And I still think that he's just a better running back. So White for me. Drake, do you agree or disagree? I mean, that's a coin flip. That's why they were going next to each other. Uh, I'm fine with that. And uh, I wouldn't be doing myself a, 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 you know, I'd be doing a disservice if I didn't plug Syracuse native, uh, you know, Sean Tucker <laughs> as the handcuff to, uh, you know, Rashad White. So if you got Rashad White, make sure you got Sean Tucker out there because he's going to play a role <laughs> this year. There you go. All right, let's get to the running backs to buy low and sell high on. Before we do, just a reminder, football is back and in full swing with another week of epic games. And who's got you covered on the action for every single one of them? DraftKings Sportsbook, that's who. An official sports betting partner of the NFL. New customers can bet $5 on football and get $200 instantly in bonus bets. Nobody's missing out on the action in DraftKings. Customers can take advantage of two new offers 
every game day this September. So get in on the NFL Week 2 action with DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app now and use that promo code FANTASYPROS. That's very important when you sign up. New customers can get, just again, just bet $5 and you can make up to 200 instantly in bonus bets only on DraftKings Sportsbook with the code FANTASYPROS. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY to 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort KS. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void Ontario, ctkng.co slash football for eligibility terms and responsible gaming resources. Bonus bets expire after seven days issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Let's see who we want to put a crown on and buy low at RB. Brian Drake, who's that guy? My guy's Javante Williams. So he's coming off of this bad knee injury, right? But he played in training camp and he played in week one. He split work with Samaj P. Ryan right down the middle, 29 snaps apiece. What I love here, 12 routes run and six targets. So what we have here is a guy that they're likely easing back into the fold, but he's a team high in targets as a running back to go along with 13 carries. All those numbers are likely going to improve as the season goes on. I'm landing the lead running back in a Sean Payton offense. And as we mentioned, Elvin Kamara before, those things seem to pay off. Buy now on Javante Williams. Erickson, who are you buying now on at running back? Going to Ramondre Stevenson. So similar to Javante, he also led his team in receiving (laughs) yards. So he actually didn't just do the targets. He actually got the yards. 64 Mm -hmm. receiving yards led the Patriots tied with Kendrick Bourne. And even though Ezekiel Elliott had seven targets, five catches for 12 yards. I'm telling you, there is no way. Don't forget about the fumble. There is no way that Elliott will ever see seven targets again. Like, I'm sorry. Like, there's no way they can rewatch that tape and be like, you know what? We got to get this guy the ball more like he needs more targets. Like, no, like that's not going to happen. Ramondre had still played a really strong snap share, 72% snap share, 18 touches, 90 total yards. When you watch that game, you didn't even think Stevenson was really doing that much, but he doesn't need he he has the explosive ability to rip off these big plays that Zeke just can't do. So even though Elliott's like total volume kind of seemed like he was like being annoying and yeah, he's going to pop up here and there and be annoying, but I think that this is a perfect opportunity to buy low on Ramondre because it was such a bad matchup against the Eagles. Who are they playing week two? The Miami Dolphins. They just gave up 340 <laughs> rushing yards yeah. to the Chargers who could never run the football. What do you think they're going to do on Monday night? Ramondre Stevenson is going to run wild. Maybe Zeke even runs wild. I don't know. But for me, Stevenson, <laughs> this is a window to buy an elite like player and the best player on the Patriots offense. I thought they were lying to us when they said mask. they were going to use Zeke in the uh, passing game. I thought that was like, oh, that's a red herring. They're not going to do that. And then they did. And, and uh, it made me upset. But I'm with you, Erickson. I think that experiment might be over. All right. So those are the guys <laughs> to buy low. Javante Williams, Ramondre Stevenson, two great names. Let's switch it around. Two guys to sell high on. Erickson, let's start with you. Who do you want to sell high on at RB? So again, I, I'm really just pressing the Alexander Madison thing. Like I really think Clearly, that you need man, to sell as a family. You're being really rough on, on him today. I, I just I, look, the Eagles defense is going to shut down this Vikings offense again. Like this is gonna happen. So you need to get out now because his value is just gonna keep going down and down. We talked about the offensive line. Garrett Bradbury got hurt, Christian Darisaw got hurt. The Buccaneers defense terrorized Kirk Cousins. What do you think the Eagles are gonna do with Jalen Carter? What do you like? What do you think is going to happen? Is Madison going to score another touchdown? Probably not. So I'm trying to get out right now because we're going to enter week three. You might think, oh, perfect opportunity to buy a low. And then, oh, what do you know? 
Ty Chandler's starting to play a little bit more because they've been unimpressed with Alexander Madison through the first two weeks of the season. Oh, maybe let's give Chandler a little bit more run here. And then what do you know? He loses the job and you drafted a dead zone running back. Yeah. Uh, note to self, stop asking Andrew Erickson questions about Alexander <laughs> Madison. The answer will always be no. Uh, Brian Drake, uh, who is a guy that you want to sell high on already after week one that you think you could? I'm looking to sell King Henry. That's right, Derrick Henry. He was outsnapped by rookie Tajay Spears 34-30 in week one. Now, he's only played fewer, Henry that is, than 30 snaps twice since 2020. So this could have been a game script thing, could be a total outlier. But then again, let's look at the Titans. This team stinks. We talk about bad <laughs> offensive lines. This might be the worst in the NFL. So they're likely going to be playing from behind in all their contests. And who fits that game script? Tajay Spears. Now, Henry is absolutely, he's still got a ton of name value, right? So you can trade him to somebody in your league. Go, hey, listen, King Henry, he's still great, blah, blah, blah. But in the reality, he's a two down back on a football team that's not going to be very good. And that's not anyone I want to hang my hat on. Again, the sell highs are Derrick Henry and Alexander Madison. All right, gentlemen, great stuff here on the running backs. Use the tools, check them out. If you never have, they're fun, if nothing less. Come on, Brian Drake, you're fun. Let's talk about some wide receivers here that might uh, be uh, not long for certain teams. And we're going to start with uh, one of them who uh, did not play in week one. He is the most traded wide receiver on Sleeper right now. His name is Cooper Cup. So we're starting out with a big name here. Cooper Cup, obviously dealing with those hamstring injuries. We had uh, Dr. Chow on our microcast last week talking about that and said, hey, look for Saturday to him to go on the IR officially. And of course he did. Now the question is, do we want to roll with Cooper Cup? I know the upside is huge. I know in fantasy points per game, the guy's an absolute rock star, Drake. But at the same time, the risk is enormous. There is a scenario you could write where Cooper Cup maybe doesn't play much, if at all, this year. I know that sounds terrible, but... Do you want to buy? Do you want to sell? Or do you want to hold Cooper Cup? I would buy if I could do it extremely cheap. <laughs> I am a cheap, frugal man. Thanks, Dad, for instilling that in me. <laughs> we saw what Puka Nakua could do in that role in the Rams offense. And you can get 15 targets. Everyone goes, wow, where'd this guy come from? Oh, I forgot. He's playing the Cooper Cup role. So, yes, Cooper Cup would be a massive, massive value if he comes back and he gets back to being Cooper Cup that we know and love. Do I think that's going to happen with a guy at his age with the hamstrings? You don't fly across the country for a hamstring when you're living in Los Angeles. They got plenty of good doctors out there, okay? So there's a major concern here mm. with Cooper Cup. I'm steering clear. I'm going to let him be somebody else's problem. If I'm trading him away, you know, God bless you. Good luck. Hopefully he comes back and leads you to the playoffs. Give me an asset that I know I can put in my lineup right now. And he's much younger than uh, Cooper Cup, who I think is on my, you know, 60 and over softball team that plays later tonight. <laughs> uh, well, Drake, to that point, Cooper Cup, uh, I know there's a guy out there named Keenan Allen, who is also a guy, no stranger to injury, but he's playing right now. Uh, he comes with risk. He comes with age. So who would you rather have rest of season? Would you rather make a deal on the Cooper Cup side or the Keenan Allen side? I'm keeping Keenan Allen. I mean, he's healthy today. <laughs> we don't know if that's going to last, uh, but I love the offense. I love that. It seems like their defense can't stop anybody besides having, you know, this guru at uh, defensive coordinator slash head coach and Brandon Staley, but they seem to always be in a shootout. So yeah. I, and Mike Williams is already banged up. So yeah. Pass funnel to Keenan Allen. Give me the ageless wonder Keenan Allen, who is a sub on that same softball team, by the way. 
Oh, there. Yes. I mean, they're all hanging out together for sure. Uh, all right. Uh, Cooper Cup or T. Higgins for you, Andrew Erickson. Let's get you involved in this conversation. T. Higgins coming off. Uh, well, let's say the Bengals were coming off a disappointing week one. Let's just put it collectively there. So there's opportunity when it comes to T. Higgins and there's fear in the marketplace with Cooper Cup. So who would you rather have rest of season? Would you rather have Cup or T. Higgins? T. Higgins for me. I know at the end of the day, when we look up at the conclusion of 2023, Higgins is going to be a wide receiver too. Like that's just what he's done ever since entering the NFL. And obviously he started out like horrible, just like all the Bengals did, but he's going to finish where he's always done. So I feel so confident with that versus Cooper cup where I'm like, look, his production is going to come down from where it's been when he was been healthy, like because he was scoring more points than anyone else. Like mm -hmm. it's going to decrease. It's going to regress. Just like part of him missing games is part of that regression. Like his total points are not going to be as good. So I think that Cooper cup, I think that he's, realistically probably going to finish more as like a fantasy wide receiver one back end not in the top five conversation and with that even that's concerning if he's healthy i would just so much rather have t higgins it's an asset that i feel way more confident about that i can start every single week and not worry about is he coming back are the hamstrings healthy again he's a he's a 30 year old wide receiver guys don't get better when they get old especially when they're dealing with hey, injuries hey i'm it's right just, here it's Jeez, it's, it's, I think it's I'm a, like it's a ticking it's a ticking time bomb that could just totally self-destruct on your roster. So I'm just I just don't want it. Uh, here's a question for you. Um, you know, Drake was talking about, yeah, I, you know, I'd like to buy Cooper Cup if I could buy him extremely cheap. If you have Cooper Cup, should you be considering selling cheap just to get something? If God forbid the worst should happen, like, is that something you should really be entertaining? And I, I don't mean like dirt cheap, but. You're not going to get full value for Cooper Cup. I think we all know that. And maybe Keenan Allen and T. Higgins are even too high on that trough. But would you even be looking for somebody in that, you know, wide receiver upside range there and those guys between two and three or maybe a package of a couple guys to make up that difference for Cup, Andrew? I would. Yeah, I mean, if I got stuck with Cup, because the chances are you didn't draft him willingly knowing about all of his injuries unless he fell significantly in drafts because the report with him is so much later and especially like in the Jonathan Taylor situation. So you probably draft a Cup pretty high and you're like, I'm stuck with this guy. Well, maybe not because people are trying to buy. People are trying to fish for a deal. And if you can get a talented, what about Zay Flowers? Talented oh, rookie wide oh, receiver. It's like... Yeah. Not from people me. Might, You're not getting Zay people, Flowers from me. Pe pe but people might think, oh, this is a flash of the pan. Mm -hmm. Like, he's a rookie. Yeah. Like, yeah. Then I would just be like, please, take Cooper Cup. Take my self-destructing bomb. Please take him. I don't want him. Who's got two thumbs and had uh, Zay Flowers higher than anybody else on Fantasy Pros rankings? Oh, this guy right here, Joey P. That's who. Love me some Zay Flowers. Some crazy stats oh, yeah. coming out on him, too, as we start to look at the metrics of that game. Uh, let's also go and switch gears to another wide receiver. We're going to talk about the guys to buy low and sell high. Plus, we're going to do the three and out as well on some more of your listener mailbag questions. I want to talk about Mike Williams because this is another guy right behind Cooper Cup already. People are saying, well... I want to trade. I'm 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 scared of Mike Williams, but you had to know what you were getting into with Mike Williams in the first place. So at the same time, this one sort of is odd to me. But Erickson, we'll start with you on this one. Mike Williams, do you want to buy low? Do you want to sell high? Uh, do you want to sell it all? Do you want to hold him? What do you want to do with Mike Williams? So the key with Mike Williams, and this is always the play, is you always buy him after he comes up horrible games. Right. And then you sell him when he has these monster performances because you know it's not going to last. So right now, because he's coming off a bad game where he was also like dealing with like an injury, I would buy him for free. Like you can get the, the owner that drafted him is super fresh to be like, oh, here we go again with Mike Williams. But it's like good matchup this week. Tennessee Titans. Right. Got shredded. 
it's like this is a week where you could see Mike Williams having a boom affair and then he booms and then you put him back on the trade block and then you profit and then you move away from Mike Williams. So just the rhetoric around him being so negative. Look, he's still in the Chargers offense. Justin Herbert is still the quarterback. Austin Eckler is banged up. Again, that matters when it terms to where the target's going. If it's not going to Eckler, it's going to be more targets for some of these wide receivers. So especially with the Titans being a pass funnel defense, you can't run the ball on the Titans. Like the Chargers are not going to have nearly as much success rushing the football against Tennessee than they did with Miami. They're going to have to throw it. And that means Mike Williams could be in for a big game that you can scoop up for free and then cash out next week. Step one, purchase Mike Williams in a trade. <laughs> Step two, Step three, profit. There you go. That's an old <laughs> reference. If you get that, let's go. All right. Uh, let's test the waters here in the trade markets. Uh, Mike w- Williams or Mike Evans, Erickson, who would you rather have? I think it's Mike Williams for me. Really? Uh, I, Mike Evans, okay. I think. I think Mike Evans is also so high. Again, oh, I would a agree. long touchdown. So, I, again, I, I'm trying to move both of these pieces. So, if you could trade Mike Evans to get Mike Williams, just kind of like flip-flop the boom weeks and just bet that, okay, it's going to be Mike Williams that explodes this week and not Mike Evans. I would probably do that. All right. How about uh, you, Drake, when it comes to Mike Williams or Mike Evans, what side of that trade do you want to be on? Boy, I'd be, I'll be honest. I'd be happy to get either one of those guys. Mike Evans. I like because it is a very narrow passing tree in Tampa. And Oh, by the way, he could get traded to a playoff contender at the deadline, think Chiefs, think Bills, somebody that needs a big X wide receiver. Your Patriots could use one uh, because, you know, they have we don't no one like to challenge talented big time wide receivers in New England. We're not a big we, we have Hendrick. Hendrick Bourne is finally playing. Oh, it's great. They're yeah, actually putting him in the starting lineup. That's the waiver wire show. So don't check for that on the early. Fantasy don't, Pros uh, YouTube feed. But uh, no. I, I, you know what? Give me Mike Evans here just because, you know, he's a touchdown machine. Uh, He does stay on the field, but again, with Mike Williams, it wasn't anything with a knee. It wasn't an ankle. He got evaluated for a concussion. He'll go into the protocol. We'll see if he plays this week, but he should be fine for the rest of the season. So when everyone's like, oh, Mike Williams already hurt, you know, I'm not here to poo-poo a concussion. It is a brain bruise, but, you know, he's going to come back and play, and there's nothing physically wrong with him anywhere else. All right, what about Terry McLaurin? Because I feel like he is going to get off to a slow start. We kind of saw that already. Four targets, two receptions for 31, and he has the turf toe, which we all know takes weeks to start to look like yourself again. So do you want to take the chance on maybe the latter-day version of Terry McLaurin this season, or do you want the up-and-down roller coaster that is Mike Williams, Drake? I think I'd take Mike Williams there. Better quarterback, wow. better yeah. offense, yeah, that makes better sense. play caller. Uh, I don't want anything to do with the commanders. Uh, you know, Sam Howell, everyone can talk about number one, how great his hair is, but number two, you know, how he's throwing the football over the place. He's the next guy. I mean, we have a very, very, very small sample size on Sam Howell. So let's slow down on him. Uh, and, and I just don't trust this team. I still think they're probably the fourth best team in that division. So I, I'm out on Terry McLaurin. I don't think I drafted him on a single team all year. Yeah, me neither. Uh, Erickson. Uh, McLaurin or Mike Williams, who would you rather have? Look, the one thing about McLaurin you could say is he goes out there and he plays, and he's playing through an injury right now, whereas Mike Williams, you can't always say that he's around even to start. Well, considering McLaurin plays the Denver Broncos this week and is going to get the Patrick Sertain treatment, I I want no part of of Terry McLaurin because his value is just going to keep getting worse. And I mean, rewatching that Commanders-Cardinals game, like, I was not impressed with Sam Howell. Like when they're playing legitimate defense, it's not the preseason. I was kind of like, this is a really bad defense and he's not doing a ton. So mm-hmm. I think that there's more, more long-term risk with McLaurin that if Dotson really breaks out and Sam Howell is just like, okay, 
what is McLaurin actually doing for you? I think that even as boomy bust Mike Williams is, like those boom weeks, if you start him in the right week, like that's going to help your team. I don't think McLaurin's going to put up like 25, 30 points in any game with Sam Howell as his quarterback, where Mike Williams, it's going to happen. You just got to make sure you have him in your life in those particular weeks, but it's going to happen for Mike Williams in a couple of weeks because that's just the nature of his play style. Before we get to some of the names to buy low and sell high at wide receiver, just a reminder, while we all love watching our favorite teams on television, there is nothing better than being part of live games in person. And the best way to get tickets to any of the games is on Game Time, the official ticketing partner of Fantasy Pros fantasy football for last minute amazing deals on tickets to see your favorite football team this september download game time right now and as you've heard us say before in this show it's not just football game time's got tickets for baseball games concerts comedy shows you name it they've got it all across the country so download the game time app and redeem the promo code fantasy pros and when you do you get 20 dollars off your first purchase sounds pretty good the terms apply but apply the 20 dollars from fantasy pros again download that game time app enter that promo code fantasy pros and it's all one word and you get the $20 off no matter where you live. Get out there. Have some fun this week. Download the Game Time app today. Last minute tickets, lowest prices guaranteed. Let's find some guaranteed buy lows here. Brian Drake, you're our guest. Go first. Give me a wide receiver you want to buy low on in week two. Oh, we've mentioned him already. T. Higgins. How can he do less? He literally had a zero. <laughs> you know, so... You can find panicking owners in your fantasy leagues. And I know we joke on here like no one would ever make that trade. Baloney. (laughs) You folks out there watching and there's hundreds of thousands of you that watch these videos and listen to these podcasts. You can find these guys in your league. Trust me. So he saw eight targets. That's awesome. He still had nearly 150 air yards. The Bengals threw for 85 yards. That's never going to happen again, okay? (laughs) He's a top 15 wide receiver in the NFL, and at any point, if you can get a guy in that tier below cost, you do it. I love it. Just immediately be aggressive. Uh, Go buy all the Bengals you can right now. uh, Please, for the love of God, listen to this man, Brian Drake. Erickson, who should we buy low on in week two? I'm looking at DJ Moore. Uh, wide receiver mm. for the Chicago Bears. So they brought him in to like take Justin Fields to the next level. They're like, okay, it's going to be the next A.J. Brown, the next Stephon Diggs. And then week one comes, two targets. Guys, what are we doing, man? Like, why <laughs> you get this guy and you hype him up all offseason, then you give him two targets? Like, what's going on now? Well, it's like when you buy those was... Funko Pops and you don't want to take him out of the box because they lose their value. <laughs> I feel like that's 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 what the Bears feel like about DJ Moore. Well, the Bears need to rewrite the script ASAP or else they're going to get blown out again by the Buccaneers. So that's the matchup I like a lot. DJ Moore has seen this Buccaneers defense because he played on the Carolina Panthers. So he used to play this defense twice a year. And he had dominating performances. Last time he played the Buccaneers, he went over 100 yards, scored a touchdown. So I think we're going to get some squeaky wheel narrative where it's like, hey, we got to get DJ more involved. We need to get him the ball more in space. Enough of the Chase Claypool stuff. Please stop. Don't give him the ball. He's given up on plays. I think DJ Moore is in for a massive game. And again, this is when you want to buy the dip on some of the receivers just naturally are boomer bust. So when you can pinpoint the guys that are coming off bad games that can give you a boost to your lineup, especially as a starter, if you're dealing with injuries, I think DJ Moore is probably a guy to you can scoop up, start him this week. And then if you feel like you don't know what he's going to be like the rest of the season, like Mike Williams, just sell high after he has a big game, which I think could happen here in week two. Let's take a quick break in the action because we talk a lot about what makes winners on this show. And there's one thing 
All teams, coaches, and players have in common preparation. Planning is key in everyday life, too, and a great way to be prepared for the unexpected is to join Air MedCare Network, America's largest air ambulance membership network. Air MedCare Network providers operate state-of-the-art helicopters that can respond to critically ill or injured patients who need emergency medical transport. These flights can be very expensive, but as an Air MedCare Network member, you won't see a bill for your flight when you are flown by one of their providers. That's right, you'd pay nothing. You can become an Air MedCare Network member for just $99 per year, and right now our listeners get up to $80 in a MasterCard or Amazon e-gift card when they join and use the offer code FANTASYPROS. That's FANTASYPROS, no spaces. Make financial peace of mind part of your game plan. Visit airmedcarenetwork.com forward slash FANTASYPROS today. And now, back to the action. Love it. T. Higgins, DJ Moore, two wide receivers to buy low on. Who should we sell high on Andrew Erickson at the wide receiver position? So I'm going to Michael Pittman Jr. So if you remember last year, Michael Pittman Jr. actually had a massive week one and it was victory lap season. And it was like, oh, it's all going to work out. Mm -hmm. Then he got banged up and then Matt Ryan happened. And it was just, it was was a bad scene. And Sam Ellinger happened too. A lot (laughs) happened in Indianapolis last year. It was a bad scene all all together. So Pittman had a big game here at Anthony Richardson's first start. Um, but I'm a little bit skeptical of just how consistent Pittman is going to be. You look at what he did during that game. A lot of his production was tied to a basically a 40 yard long catch and run. And Pittman really isn't someone that's a guy that really thrives with a lot of yards after the catch. Like he did it as rookie last year. He didn't really do it. And the year before that, he wasn't really a yards after the catch player. So a rare kind of 40 yard Debo Samuel S touchdown. It's like, okay, is he going to be doing that week in and week out? Probably not. I'm still concerned with Anthony Richardson's accuracy in passing over a long term. Again, he's the Jaguars secondary is horrible. Like it is a mm-hmm. really bad secondary. So that's not going to be the case every single week where he's facing literal Jags, essentially. Oh, as players and you've been saving uh, that one up all day. Haven't you? And, and, yeah. uh, and on the helmet. So I, I think that Pittman, who also had one target in the first half of that game, I think that he's a very volatile asset that you want to cash out on these boomer bust wide receivers after they have these massive games. And people are like, Oh, like he'll be fine with Richardson. Like it's totally cool. It's like after one game, it's like he's a rookie quarterback. Like historically speaking, rookie quarterbacks are horrible for fantasy wide receivers. So mm-hmm. I wouldn't necessarily change that script after he had one good game with Richardson against one of the worst secondaries in the NFL. Yeah, I like where you're coming from with that. It makes a lot of sense. And by the way, speaking of that secondary for Jacksonville, they get Patrick Mahomes this week. So I expect Mahomes to rebound and some better catching of the football from some receivers. Not Tony. I don't want to see that guy ever again. (laughs) No. Brian Drake, give me a wide receiver you want to sell high on right now. It's only week two. It's never too soon. Who do you have? When I initially wrote this up, it was Puka Nakua because his value will never be higher. He's a top 10 wide receiver after week one. But after last night's Monday Night Football, Garrett Wilson. Now, Rodgers has already been diagnosed. It's a torn Achilles. He is done for the year. It has been confirmed. Okay, Garrett Wilson caught a touchdown pass last night with Zach Wilson. And that's exactly what you want to use to your advantage when you're hitting the streets selling him today. Garrett Wilson played with Zach Wilson for nine games last season. 34 receptions, 447 yards, zero touchdowns, less than 50 yards receiving per game, 8.7 fantasy points per game. That sucks. Okay. If you want hashtag analysis, there it is. (laughs) Go out. You want to tell you guys in your league, listen. This guy's quarterback proof. Garrett Wilson's a stud. I got him in the first round. Listen, I'll take a little less to give him to you because I like you. I know that you're a guy with a good eye for value and upside. 
here's Garrett Wilson. Why don't you trade me back? Oh, I, I don't know. Chris Olave. Give me something crazy. It would throw an, throw an extra running back in there, by the way. Get out from under this Garrett Wilson uh, train because it's going off the tracks real soon with Zach Wilson, at quarterback. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers uh, out for the year. I mean, we talked about it earlier. There's speculation, uh, but uh, yeah, it's done. It's over. There you go. Jet fans, you can find them uh, at your uh, local <laughs> watering hole, <laughs> I would imagine, at this point in time. Uh, you can't can't forget the uh, the brutal schedule either. It's just going to get worse. <laughs> not to mention the next six weeks of the schedule are brutal. But on top of that, now also oh, you're looking ahead to, you know, all the draft picks that you moved like that. The deal that you moved to. So the all in push, you know, to get Aaron Rodgers. Now, man, tough day. There's tough always day. the Mets playoffs. Oh, that, no. Hey, look, as a Mets fan, I feel oh. your pain, Jets fans. Like, I get it, man. You know, it's, it's you know, that family guy meme needs to be around when he's like, hey, it's an opening day. It's the first pitch and the season's over. That's uh, that's usually <laughs> the, the Mets, Mets thing. But now the Jets, yeah. the people who are Mets and Jets fans, I don't know how they exist. Like, I honestly like those are the toughest people in the world. You want to start a new colony on Mars? Those are the people you start with. The Mets and that's Jets the reason fans alcohol together. exists. Is that's those probably people. probably. All right, let's get to our three and out here and our listener mailbag right from our discord fantasypros.com slash chat again, free to join. But you get AMAs, stages, and a whole lot more when you go premium. So go premium, fantasypros.com slash premium today. Let's take this one from JMG24. Would you trade Antonio Gibson and uh, I assume this is Khalil Herbert to get Javante Williams? I know you're a Javante guy here. Uh, Brian Drake, you make this move? I pray it's not Justin Herbert. <laughs> it, I'm pretty sure it's not Justin Herbert. It's Khalil Herbert and Antonio Gibson. Again, full names are important I here mean, when you drop your questions. Boy, two for two for one here. Uh, I'm testing your belief in Javante because you're a Javante believer. Yeah, so am I. Okay, I'll I'll do it. I mean, these are bad teams. Commanders stink. Bears are awful. Mm -hmm. uh, I think the Broncos will be better than they've been and they're in a division where they're gonna have to win a shootout every single week you know what let's do it roll the dice give me javante i'm gonna do it too i want the guy who's got the upside to be the guy i don't think gibson or as you said the offenses aren't great and you got roshan you got brian robinson there it's muddy javante williams is better than samaji p ryan and whoever else they can throw out there andrew erickson this is a tough one two of your favorite things this is from oh, ec boy. morris 99 ramondre stevenson for brandon Ayuk, half point 12 teamer what side of this deal you want to be on? Yeah, this is tough. Um, I mean, I like both these guys, but yeah, I mean, I think that running back's a little bit tougher right now. So mm -hmm. I, I think I'd probably take his side than I you. Yeah, if it was full but... PPR, I think the hard part is, again, I believe you that Stevenson's going to be a guy who's going to start to take more of those uh, receptions back yeah, from he's, he's going, he's going to Zeke. Like, he's going to give the ball to Zeke. Like, no, you can't throw the ball stop. to Zeke. That was a stu <laughs> I don't know what, what film did they watch last year where they thought that was a good Dude. idea? Anyway, this is from <laughs> Doom Boom Pro. I, I love this one. CMC and Amari Cooper for Hawkinson, Josh Jacobs and DeAndre Hopkins uh drake i feel like this is pretty easy the best player in the deal is cmc so don't you just want cmc you do and i always love when folks ask this I, if you look at the question uh, he finished it with who won oh and who i won? get that oh, i yeah. always who get that in, i get that all the time in my dms guys are asking hey do did i win this trade and i go god it's not about winning a trade you don't do a trade because you think you won or lost a trade did it make your team better Right. Are you going to have a better fantasy football team because you made this trade? If you add Christian McCaffrey to your football team, your team probably just got better. Now, Josh Jacobs had a phenomenal year last year. No question about it. 
DeAndre Hopkins is a million years old. TJ Hawkinson, eh, you know, he's okay. He's like one Hopkinson of four tight too. ends who are healthy right now. Uh, Cooper <laughs> is a little banged up, but give me CMC in any – I don't care who you're giving me on the other side. Give yeah. me Christian McCaffrey. He was my 101 uh, of all drafts, and I'm taking him. Brian Drake, always great to hang out with you. Follow him on X at Drake Fantasy and check out his amazing work at Fantasy Points. He does such an awesome job there. Also, don't forget to – Download my playbook, sync all of your leagues. You could set all your lineups from all the different sites just on my playbook. That feature alone is worth the download. But of course, when you're trying to make trades, you got the trade finder, the trade analyzer, trade central, trade everything. Go find the best trades for your roster. Use the tools to help you do just that. Uh, that's what we're here for at Fantasy Pros. That'll do it for us. But the story of the game goes on for Brian Drake and Andrew Erickson. I'm Joey P. We'll see you next time, kids. Thanks for listening to the Fantasy Pros Football Podcast. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Fantasy Pros and subscribe to our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash fantasy pros. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. Come on, pick and roll! 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Before Shopify, were you wondering, where are my sales at? Now you're selling with Shopify, the global commerce platform supercharging your selling. You have no problem selling online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Gary, easy on the cha-ching. <clears throat> oh, sorry, but my Shopify sales are through the roof. Start selling with Shopify today and discover how millions of businesses around the world use Shopify to ignite their selling. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. Shopify.com slash listen.